and welcome everyone once again to another edition of the Indiana High School Football All-Star Digest. I'm your host, Coach Dave Baumgartner, and along uh, shortly will be my co-host, Hall of Fame Coach Ted Huber. And we got a very, very special interview coming up with a legendary football coach in the state of Indiana, and we'll tell you more about that in just a moment. Let's take a look at what was going on in the history of uh, 1982 around the world. Britain decided to invade the Falkland Islands, and they knocked out the Argentinian army uh, to win that war. It took longer for the fleet to get there than it did for the actual war. And, of course, um, it was a, a time for all the Elvis fans in the entire world to go crazy because Graceland was open to the public in 1982 in Memphis. And the first compact disc is introduced and released, which changed the music world uh, for quite a long time. Now we've gone all to MP3s, of course. And uh, top songs from 1982, Physical by Olivia Newton-John. And for all of us Tiger fans out there, Eye of the Tiger is released by Survivor. Top movies, two of the top grossing movies for 1982 were Tootsie and Blade Runner. Taking a look at football action from 1982 in the Super Bowl. First of all, it was won by the San Francisco 49ers over the Cincinnati Bengals by a score of 26 to 21. And that was the first of what would become many world championships by San Francisco under the direction of Coach Bill Walsh. NCAA Division I football 1982 is notable because Coach Paul Bear Bryant retires from coaching with 323 wins. And in the national championship game, Penn State knocks out Georgia by a score of 27 to 23 in the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans. So that's what was going on around the world and around the United States and in sports and music and entertainment in 1982. We'll be back with a very special interview with the head coach of the Bremen Lions for so many years, Coach Don Bungie. That interview coming up right after this. Almost every business uses promotional products to let everyone know about their business. Coffee mugs, ink pens, keychains, just about anything you can imagine. WILE is all about promotion. That is why we are excited to introduce our new business, Big Cat Promotions. With over 50,000 products available, Big Cat Promotions can deliver what you want, when you want it, and make it affordable and effective. Call us today, 268-9830 or 551-5916. Remember, our business is to promote your business and as promised we have a very incredible interview with coach Don Bungie the head coach of the Bremen Lions so for so many years and decades even and coach Ted Huber of course a Bremen Lion himself had the chance to play for coach Don Bungie in the late 1950s and here's coach Huber with a interview with his old coach <laughs> okay now let's start out by and uh, this will be all new to me. I mean, you know, I I think I met you in 1956, but uh, this is all new to me when I was looking up some things uh, uh, that uh, you grew up in Waterloo, Indiana. Is that right? Yeah, I grew up in Waterloo, Indiana, right. Where is Waterloo, anyway? Why? Where is Waterloo? It's on Road 6. Just north of Auburn. Oh, okay. All right. And you uh, went to high school there and were a three-sport athlete, right? Yeah. They only had baseball and basketball while I was there. No football. Okay. No football. Okay. Because it was too early, isn't it, right? 
You were uh, born in 1923, is that correct? Yeah, I was born in 23. In 1923, holy Toledo. Okay. Yeah, I'll be 98 in, uh, in uh, two months. Yep, two months, 98 years old. I know you have to be because I'm almost 80. Good Lord. Uh, never thought I'd live this long, truthfully. All right, so you ended up uh, graduating from Waterloo. And then, uh, and then did you go right to Indiana Central then? Right to Indiana Central from there. Okay. Yeah, my grandmother gave me $100 and said, go to college. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so you ended up going to Indiana Central. Yeah, that's what it was called. And in 1941, right. I started down there. 1941. All right. And so there is was that the first time then that you played football? Well, no, I didn't play football. Uh, first year they didn't have football. They had they had baseball, track, basketball, and they had a terrific basketball team. They were rated ninth in the nation, all schools in the whole country. They had guys on there like Angus Nickerson and and George Crow and Ray Boomingdale. They had some really good players. Wow. Wow. And you also was, uh, played basketball there, right? Well, I didn't until I played on the Emerald team the first year I was there. Okay. Right. And... Uh, then some of the guys were going into the service, and so I tried to join the Air Corps, and they said I wouldn't be able to breathe in high altitudes. And so they turned me down, and I said, okay, I'll just wait till I'm drafted. And so I waited till I was drafted. Oh, so, so you were drafted into the Army? Yeah, well, yeah. I had my basic training in Camp Lee, Virginia. And so, were you? How long were you? How long were you in the uh, not in the army? Well, I was there from uh, forty three to spring of forty six. Just about one month, I think, over three years. Okay, so, uh, but you were like a ground soldier. No. After I finished basic, I scored pretty good on everything, and they kept me on as an instructor. And I taught rifle marksmanship and close order drill and was promoted to a, a, a sergeant for, for that kind of stuff. Okay. And after a while, I got a little tired of that. And so I decided to try and join the Air Corps again, and sure enough, they took me. And uh, so I went to Louisiana at a camp for a while, and then out to Waco Army Air Base in, uh, in Texas. And while I was there, I played baseball on the, on the camp team. And was there for a while and a little bit. We got a notice that they had enlisted too many 
Air Corps pilots didn't have a place to train them all, so they're going to put us back in the, in the service, back in the Army again. And I said, I'm not doing that. And so I joined a selective group, a special training group, and the paratroopers at Fort Benning. Guys that were had a little extra college education and volunteers, uh, and from there on, I I went to the Philippines, and then I went through Manila, Northern Luzon, and then to Okinawa. And well, after a while, I was sitting there on Okinawa, getting ready to go into Japan, and they signed a peace treaty. And so I was one of the first guys to go into Japan after the peace treaty, naval, naval air base in uh, Yokohama. That's what it was, Yokohama. And while there, I had a chance to run over to Nagasaki. <laughs> And see that bombed out place. Wow. And then they sent us up north and went up north just as occupation troops for a while. So I was playing basketball on a regimental team, and they were going to have some what they called Pacific Olympics. And so. Our basketball team was doing pretty good, and so I was from Indiana, and they thought I could play. I wasn't that good, but I made the team and went to, uh, down to Tokyo, and we stayed in the Daiichi building right across from the moat and could look down into the Royal Palace during that time. And while we are there, I got my orders and I had enough points that I could be shipped home. And so back home again in 43. And so I went to back to Indiana Central for a short spring term. And that's where I made the baseball team. I had a pretty good, we had a good year, won a conference championship. And, I got to be chosen as a captain of the baseball team. And Angus Nickerson was as a basketball coach. So I went out for basketball. And I made the team. And I wasn't any good, but I played with some good guys. <laughs> and so I was on a team that lost the first game they'd lost. And I forget, 30-some straight games in a row. Yeah, I was on that team. And so they started football, and and I went out for that, and I I played a corner on the football team, and I was a captain of the football team on my uh, when they started playing again, and again we had a good year and won another conference championship. And then I met my wife down there. And, and uh, got married there while I was there for a year and with her there and graduated in in, in 48. 
Sutton took me from 1941 to 1948 to get college. <laughs> you had a little bit of a detour, though, didn't you? Yeah, a little bit of a detour. Through Japan and so on. Yeah. Yeah, with a paratrooper. Wow. What an experience that must have been, yeah. What's yeah. that? I said, what an experience uh, that must have been. You know, I talked to my dad about his his service. Uh, he was a linesman in World War II, and uh, yeah. he didn't like to talk about it a lot. But uh, I had an uncle then that was a paratrooper. Dad's brother, Ed, was a par- paratrooper, and, and he didn't like to talk about it very much either. Oh, I, I don't know what was going on. We went in on uh, Batangas Bay. And there wasn't any resistance. That was on the east side of the Philippines when they attacked the Philippines to come back in to retake the Philippines. And MacArthur, he had his, most of his forces come in on the west side. And we were a special forces team, and they said they used us when they needed us. And I guess. The commander of our general of our uh, 11th Airborne, he didn't get along with MacArthur very good, I guess, and they couldn't decide what he was going to do. So they didn't really get us into action when we went through uh, Manila until we got up in the northern Luzon. And... Uh, uh, I was stationed in for a while while we were doing cleanup work around uh, Lipa Army Air Base. Okay. And our outfit made a jump in Tagayan River Valley and then back to Lipa again and then from there into Okinawa and then from there on to Japan. All right, so you finally get yourself home. And you graduate in 1948, and uh, is, did you start coaching right away and teaching, or what was the order of that? Uh, over at Walkerton, they had a real bad team like Bremen there for several years when I come to Bremen, but they had a real bad team, and so I got hired there, and I think we won eight games or something like that first uh, year and then we picked up I think we won oh, 18 or 20 I don't know I don't pay attention to numbers and uh, Walker or in Bremen needed a coach and they come and asked me to come over to Bremen and they had a bad year I think they won one game in two years or something and so I came over there and started. That's where I met you. Right. I saw you. You were scrambling around behind home plate as yeah. a catcher with a bunch of little kids. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's where I met the Uber family. So then you get to Bremen, and did you know when you came to Bremen that you were going to start football there? No. I had a principal named Shively. Yeah, Edward uh, Shively, yeah. And we had a superintendent. John they, Moreland, they, maybe? They, uh, Was it Moreland? Yeah, that's it, Moreland. Yeah, yeah. They wanted to start a football team, and 
So they asked me if I wanted to coach it since I'd played in Indianapolis. I don't know. We started out with Jim Town, New New Carlisle. I forget just who all was in that. Yeah. Do you remember you played? Yeah, in, in the Northern State Washington Conference. Clay, I don't know. Right. <laughs> yeah, New Carlisle, Washington Clay, Knox, North Judson, and Bremen. Yeah, we had yeah. a couple of five nothing years. You yeah, guys. we did. My junior year, junior year, we were five and zero. Oh, senior year, five and zero. Oh. Yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah, and uh, it, nobody liked it. <laughs> Especially uh, Iron Lynch at New Carlisle, if you remember. Uh, right. And then uh, those guys got uh, ambitious, and they decided we had to play better competition. So we went into the Northern Lakes Conference. You know, that was Northwood and uh, Warsaw, Plymouth, right. Rochester, uh, Manchester. Yeah, and, uh, and for years and years and years, Bremen was always the smallest school, right? Yeah, yeah, we were like Class A size, and there was one two-way in there that was Rochester size, and then there were three, four, and five-A schools, the rest of them. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's the kind of competition we had. Yeah, I remember the first, Talking about the first, you know, time we started football, uh, I can remember walking the field. Uh, they said, uh, everybody show up. They handed you a bucket, and yeah. you walk across the field and pick up the rock. Oh, yeah. 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 We had to clean the field up and everything. Yeah. And build then the, uh, build the track. <laughs> track around it. And then, obviously, later on, they named the field Bungie Field. So, yeah. uh, you know, but that was, uh, you know, the, I could think of the, the first coaches that you had, I think was coach Nersky. Nersky. And I think Keegy helped a little bit. Right. A little bit. And uh, those guys Dark didn't Club. have any football experience, but uh, I had a young guy named Armstrong. He didn't stay but a year and he got ambitious and he went, Lafayette, and then from there over to uh, Columbia. He, he ended up, yeah, yeah. He went That's to Clinton he ended Central. Clinton yeah. Central, and then he ended up at Columbia City. Yep, uh, well, he retired, you know, yeah. And there in, uh, yeah, he did. And uh, he, he announced, he had retired there, and then he announced the games for a long, long time. And uh, But those guys, uh, Coach Nearsty especially, but Coach Keedy were, uh, and Coach Bungie, the the three Musketeers, if you will, was in Bremen a long time and yeah. uh, influenced a lot of people. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Well, you know, we, I was uh, we I was for uh, years and we didn't have big cha- changeover and assistant coaches, and that helped a lot. Yeah, exactly. I can remember, believe it or not, the day that Coach Nearsty came to town. <laughs> I was uh, Coach Teedy's uh, bat boy when I yeah. was just a little kid, you know. And Coach yeah. Teedy lived in Doc Bowen's old house up on South Street. And yep. I was there because we were going to practice or something. Yeah, and, that's where he lived in that little white house on the corner. Yep. And Coach T- and Coach Nearsty, uh, I was 
introduced to Coach Nearsty there. Of course, Coach Nearsty was the kind of a guy you never could forget, right? Yeah. <laughs> After all those years, I never did. But, yeah, they make uh, name for everybody. What a group. What a group that was, yeah. Yeah. Now, through the years, of all the years that you were the head football coach and coached football at Bremen, I mean, that the, the amount of people that you had, the amount of people that had became an, uh, part of the long green line. And who, do, you, do you remember who who coined that phrase? Yeah, your brother, your brother Marty is a guy that nicknamed him that. Okay. Long green line. Yeah. Marty is probably... I pick out four or five good coaches I had. Marty is one of those. Yeah, he he coached for you, and then he ended up being a head coach. Yep. Uh, in uh, very very successful in football and in girls basketball. As yeah. A matter of fact, yeah. Girls yeah. basketball for a long time. He's right. another guy that belongs in the Hall of Fame. Well, you need to talk to your boys over there and uh, Scott Bovenkirk and everybody in region, region yeah. two, right? And say, hey, let's go. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I agree with that. You know, now you got you got so many awards that we can't list them or anything, but the one that uh, jumps out at me is the Sagamore of the Wabash Award uh, that's given to people and it's the highest award that anybody can get as in in the state of Indiana. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, well, back to that '82 game, All-Star game. Dave Land was a head coach. I mean, he was from Delta at that time. Boy, he's a great guy, at Dave Land. He's the nicest yep. guy there is. And yep. he asked me what I wanted to do, and I said, "Anywhere you needed me." But we had Russ Radke on there, and of course, right away he wanted the offense. And he's hot on triple option, you know. And uh, we didn't have a uh, option quarterback. We had a kid named Bormore, who was a good athlete, and so we worked with him a couple of days to try to use him. And first series of the game, offensive series of the game, he sprained his foot, his ankle. And so we lost him. And he had to use a kid named Weaver from Northwood who had played an option quarterback when he was a freshman or sophomore or something like that in high school. So we were really handicapped. We didn't have, didn't have much. And he asked me about what I wanted. I said, anything. And he gave me the line, the offensive line. Well, we supposedly had two great tackles. One of them was a kid named Canella from South Bend Clay. And he couldn't stand the hard work I was giving him. And I said something to Dave about him. says, Dave says, don't worry about him. He'll go home. And he did. <laughs> and then we had a kid from Lake Central. I can't think of his name. I believe he had a scholarship to uh, Western or to Michigan State, I think. And they wouldn't let him play. And I don't recall whether it was they didn't want him might get hurt or whether he 
we had to go up there for something, but we didn't have him. And so that left us depleted in the offensive line. So I ended up with a kid from Peru. Uh, it was a guard, uh, number 60, I remember. And a couple of class A tackles that I had to use. So that's the kind of offensive line I had. I moved one of the guards to center. And the best, best player I had, lineman I had, was a class A tackle from over west somewhere. He might have been from where? I can't. I don't know, Coach. I don't know. I'll think of it. Where is it? Uh, Thornton. Les Thornton. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he played for uh, – Russ Radke played for Les Thornton. Yeah. Ripley. And uh, – Yeah. Mike Hawley was a coach from Fort Wayne North, Fort Wayne Snyder. Right. And uh, so that's a crew we had. And we were handicapped, so we got beat a couple touchdowns. <laughs> we just didn't didn't have the ball very often. Yeah. But you had a good time, though, I bet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was involved with the All-Star game for I've been involved a long time and that it it always comes out that people have a good time. So, yeah. Uh, you know, that's uh that's the whole idea. Uh, I hadn't been back to the All-Star game for a few years. Kind of a rough trip for me to go down there uh, all day long, you know. I'd go whenever we had a player on the team and I don't think we'll have one this year. So what was the uh what was it like uh when you guys uh won the state that year? Um, when you were involved in it, uh when you got back into the coaching. Well, I went back in eighty nine and then Marty took a day a year off. Right. And so I went back to coach and uh, Lee Sanis was a AD, so he had me and Engel, and neither one of us were on the staff at school, and you couldn't be a head coach if you were not a, on the school staff. Right. So we had one of the guys there in school, uh, just a figurehead for <laughs> head coach. Right. And uh, we got along pretty good. I, yeah. We had uh, Baker for a tight end. And uh, well, I can't think of his first name, Feldman. Okay. All right. Yeah. And I had uh, a couple of good kids at guard. I had a Meister kid at guard and and, and, his, and another boy there. And uh, the kid that kicked the field goal won one game for us in the playoffs. Schutz is his name. Schutz. He is a good boy. I know Marty told me He's going to be a good player. Yeah, he had big hams for hams. He was a good kid. Yeah. 
Well, I know everybody appreciated the fact that you came back and, and, uh, in the time of need. And, uh, you know, I, I just, uh, I'm, I'm very proud of the fact, number one, that I played for you. Uh, very proud of the fact that I'm at the beginning of this long green line that my brother talks about. Uh, yeah, I tried to get, tried to get Morty when he was the AD. I tried to get him to change the name on that scoreboard from my name to long green line to you, but he wouldn't do it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, well, he, uh, you know, and it's, like I say, it's very, uh, very, uh, I don't know what, you know, it's just proud of the fact and, and, you know, all of us couldn't uh, thank you enough for everything you did for us. And, uh, you know, uh, you were a great teacher. Uh, what did you teach, chemistry? No, no, I taught biology. Biology, okay. Biology, and, uh, first year and, and senior year of biology. And, of course, in phys ed and driver education, things like that. Right. But you were yeah. a great teacher, a great football coach. And the number one thing that all of us were very, very thankful for. Well, I'm was, thankful the guys I had like you, I tell you. Yeah. I take guys like you, you were a quarterback, but I had to put you at defensive end sometimes. <laughs> yeah. You were way ahead of your time, Coach. I can remember yeah. we had guys uh, defensively that played different positions, different weeks. Yeah, uh, and it was uh, you figured out where their strength was, and you put the best players where they were going to be most useful. And yeah, we uh, were way way ahead of your time. We were flip flopping offense long before the other team started doing that. Right. I think a team from Texas was given credit for that, and we've been doing that for a long time. Yeah. And sending plays in, I'd call a play. Marty had signal them <laughs> and uh, plays, and those guys from the other coaches from the other schools, like uh, Concord around there, they'd say, how do you do that? <laughs> and it was pretty complicated, but we got it done. <laughs> well, the, uh, you know, I just, I just lost my train of thought here, but that's okay. Uh, the fact that you stuck around for all those years. I mean, we, we all sit around and talked about it sometimes. How in the world uh, did you not uh, take another job? Well, I had opportunities to go to even to Indianapolis, University of Indianapolis and schools or uh, like big schools. Like one of them was uh, – and Warsaw one time, and I I just stayed here. I said, Freeman was good to me, and I got along there. People left me alone. That's the most important thing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's because they were afraid of you. That's why they, that's why they left you alone. Right? Yeah. So uh, anyway, your loyalty, the factory, and you stuck around for all those years, and you know, you just, uh, you know, I can, I always tell everybody, I'm very proud of it, that I was your second quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Bill Rao was the first one. Who? Bill Rao. Yeah, I believe he was. Yeah, yeah he Bill was. Rao was because he was a senior. Him and Wolf were seniors uh, in that bunch with Lynch. And, yeah. Uh, we were sophomores. And uh, so uh, I played defense, but I, uh, I was Bill Rao was the quarterback. So I got to uh-huh. be quarterback after that. And the best thing I did as quarterback is I turned around and pitched it to Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> the Duke Andrews, right? I mean, that's what we did. We just we just handed the ball to Andrews and then watched him go. So, yeah, well, I was old school, you know, double team, kick out and lead through. That's kind of <laughs> that's the way it was in those days, yep. you know. Yep. So anyway, um, you know, I I just keep going over and over and over it, but. You know, we just can't thank you enough. And for you to take time to do this uh, is going to be priceless for us. Uh, Dave and I have done 11 of these, and uh, you'll be about the 15th or so when we get it. And uh, it's just, uh, you know, like I say, it's priceless. and We really appreciate it. It's an honor, Coach. You tell Dave I said hello, okay? I'll do it. All right. Okay. Right. Thank Thanks, you, Jed. Yep. Tell Maureen I said hi. I'll do that. I'll sure okay. do that. Yep. Okay. Okay. Bye right. now. Thanks a lot, Coach. I'll stop by and see you sometime this summer. Uh, you do that. Okay. okay. Yep. When we get up to the lake. All right. Hey, bye now. Bye-bye. And welcome back, everyone. And you just got done listening to uh, certainly Coach Huber, um, a man who is uh, uh, truly a legend in Indiana high school football. I mean, my goodness, when I played, he was coaching. Then when I started coaching, we coached against him. I mean, and, of course, you played for him back in the late 1950s, and the man is still, um, you know, going strong. So it's pretty amazing. Yeah, physically he's wearing down a little bit, but I think mentally you could see that he's, He's still into it, and uh, he can gut it up and get it done. And, you know, he always was a tough guy, and uh, he's tough right now, too. Yeah, yeah. And like you said in the interview there, he's only a month or so away from being, uh, what, 98 years old. So, you know, wow, yeah. that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Well, well, it was certainly an honor to talk to him, and uh, I hope all the young coaches out there can uh, appreciate, uh, and every coach can appreciate uh what the man's done and what his contributions to Indiana high school football have been. Uh, I mean, there's not a lot of guys who've got the, the field named after him. And uh, that's Don DeBungy field in Bremen, Indiana. So it's pretty amazing. He's, uh, you know, he's been in Bremen, Indiana since 1954. That's when he came there. He was the head basketball coach, uh, became the head track coach and uh, started football. Right. He started football there, and, uh, you know, in Bremen, we call it the long green line, right. everybody that's ever played there, and I'm very proud of the fact that I'm at the beginning right. of the long green line because <laughs> I was one of the early ones, and, uh, you know. Absolutely. That's, uh, it's obviously important to a lot of people in Bremen, and uh, he is, he is without question, uh, the most uh honored person in the whole community right. no question about it. yeah 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 well it was great to, great to hear from him uh and of course we touched on the fact that he was involved in the 1982 game the all-star game himself as um 
coaching and that kind of thing. And uh, coach, why don't you fill in some of the blank spots as far as it goes to uh, who won the game and uh, some of the coaches and the players involved. Okay, we're still playing at Indiana Memorial Stadium. Right. Okay, it's, I think for a couple more years. So uh, uh, that's duly noted. The South won the game 28-11. to 11. Uh, The most valuable player was a young man by the name of Dan Cursero from Indianapolis, Ron Colley. And the Rape Bold Award winner was a guy by the name of Bob Stevenson, who was from Evansville Wrights High School and then ended up playing at Indiana University. And I was down there when he was there. And one of the most intelligent uh, and nice people I've ever seen, he still lives in Evansville, Mm -hmm. uh, Bob Stevenson. Now, the coaches, Dave Land was the head coach. You know, we know oh, Dave really? Land's a 35, yeah, he was a 35-year, um, you know, in, in charge of the Indiana Football Coach Association. And and I think people forget he could coach. Right. You know, I mean, he coached at, at uh, West Dell. He coached at Delta. He took both down to the state finals. And uh, he's the head coach uh, of the North Quad in 1982, Beth Thornton. Uh, who is uh, Russ Radke's mentor. Right. Uh, you know, we still hear about, of course, we hear about Russ. Sure. And, uh, you know, there's uh, Coach Bungie, of course, from Bremen is on this list. And uh, Mike Hawley from Fort Wayne Snyder. Oh, of, wow. uh, you know, Snyder's had some football players as time on. And also with, uh, with us there in that, in that North Quad was Russ Radke. Right. Uh, Russ Radke was very active in the All-Star game. He was he was very active in the state finals. I mean, he was in the state finals maybe six times. He only right. won it once, but he was in the finals six six times. Right, so, right. Now, well, in South Squad, go yeah. ahead. Well, go I was ahead. just saying, uh, Coach Radke also, of course, st- still an active coach and uh, did some great things up at New Prairie, and uh, now he's back, kind of gone full circle and back at night. Okay, the head coach of the South was Dave Enright from Hamilton Southeastern. Okay. Uh, I had the privilege to coach with Dave down in uh, Bloomington, Indiana one time, and he is quite quite a character, quite a football coach. Uh, Steve Williamson from Southmont High School was on that staff. Jim McGregor from Indianapolis Pike was on that staff. Mm-hmm. Joe Jinglebaugh from North Posey. Uh, he's probably uh, probably the most revered man in Posey County, Indiana, which is right down by Evansville. Right. And then uh, Jim Kazmarek from Madison was also on that staff. Now, mm-hmm. players, uh, obviously, uh, the Dan Corsero that was in the in the game, but uh, a guy by the name of Tom Tyree from Fort Wayne South was a wide receiver and ended up playing in college football. And then there was a Ray Wallace from Indianapolis North Central. And uh, he, he became a, actually an uh, All-American uh, in college football. So uh, those two guys, it's interesting that uh, Ray Wallace is the most um, celebrated one of that bunch. But somehow or another, the Ron Conley kid came out and was the MVP. So, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> Yeah, go figure, right? So, yeah. yeah. Um, well, that's a quick summary of that 1982 game, and appreciate that uh, information there. And the, as you mentioned, the South did win the game. Is that correct? 
South won the game 28 to 11. 28 yeah. to 11, yeah. Okay. Right. Kind of an unusual score for the North, but nevertheless. Um, all right, Coach. Um, as far as it goes to um, what we're going to be taking a look at, we're coming up on 1983 and, right. uh, you know, moving on into the 1980s here. So uh, uh, got some hints about uh, what possibly our listeners could be hearing next week. Well, 1983, uh, Bob Gaddis, uh, the IFCA executive director, uh, you know, we've talked to him before, and and uh, I think that uh, we also want to talk to Scott Bovenkirk. Sure. Uh, you're very familiar with Scott, uh, former head coach at South Bend, Washington, mm-hmm. former assistant for Bill Sharp at Jimtown, uh, multiple state champ with Jimtown. Uh, in charge of uh, membership of the IFCA and now very active as a past president. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, those, those guys will be, be uh, hanging out with us. And uh, there's going to be a lot of big-time players coming again. Right. And, uh, you know, we're, uh, we're, getting, we're right in a heyday. Right. We're right in the heyday of the All-Star game. Right. And like I said before, uh, a couple years, uh, we will be in Indianapolis uh, playing the all-star game in Indianapolis. Right, right. All right, something to look forward to, no question about it here, as we continue our march uh, through the uh, pages of Indiana high school football history. And uh, certainly we have had uh, just uh, incredible response as far as it goes to the people that we're talking to, uh, the coaches, the legends that we've talked to. Uh, there isn't a one of them there that, uh, you know, you could really – say uh, is wasn't worthy of being talked to and listened to and uh, offering up their advice and uh, just telling their story of uh, their part in Indiana uh, high school football history because they've all played a, an incredible role. Yeah, I don't think there's any question about that. And one other thing to do with the All-Star game, uh, as you know, since you have been a recipient of an award at the All-Star game, uh, we're coming you. up on, I think, <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, that's when we start uh, start giving out some of these awards at the right. All-Star Game, and they are named after uh, some of our uh, founding fathers. Right. And, uh, you know, we'll, it's interesting who gets them. Uh, sure. It won't always be football coaches. It'll be uh, people who have contributed to the game. Sure. And, uh, you know, there's some people that have sponsored the game through the years and somehow or another, they always get their name on an award. So sure. anyway, we will bring that out, and uh, you know, it'll, it'll be a. Uh, we're getting more and more and more information about the All Star Game. Right, right. Which is coming up in July. It's going. We know that much, and uh, we know it's going to be played at uh, Anderson uh, University, home of the Ravens. We know that much, and uh, you know, stay tuned. Uh, there's more information coming out. And, of course, the Indiana Football Coaches Association website is churning out or will be churning out information on this. We'll do our part to uh, share with you the information about the upcoming uh, Indiana All-Star uh, football game and the night, or the 2021 version of that uh, since we didn't have one last year. Right. Uh, July 9th, it'll be a Friday uh, evening, will be the All-Star game at, like you said, Anderson University. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kids report on Tuesday morning. Uh, they've got four days to get practicing and get ready to go. And uh, it's really amazing to watch. Uh, I'll be down there, but it's really amazing to watch the practice because those guys put this thing together 
uh, in a three or four day period. And then the kids just go out and have fun. And, yeah. and uh, you know, uh, that's what this game's all about anyway, having fun. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I hope to be down there myself. I certainly will be down there for a part of it and certainly for the uh, game itself. And uh, I want to get out and would love to watch uh, practice. I've never done that before with the All-Star game. So I look forward to being able to do that also. So Yeah, it's fun to watch them, you know. Oh, it, yeah. You know, the kids are kids will be excited. Uh, coaches will be excited. A lot of the coaches are excited because they were on the staff a year ago and didn't get a coach. Right, sure. And so the uh, regions, uh, you know, they uh, kept them on the staff so that they could coach this year. So, sure. Absolutely. You know, one of your buddies, Chris Huber from you Warsaw. Bet. You bet. Uh, it's exactly uh, that's the situation he's in. Right. Yes. Defensive coordinator for us. That's an outstanding job. I'm thrilled for him, and I know he's really looking forward to it also. Uh, to be involved in it because it, it is such a, indeed such an honor. All right, coach. Uh, well, that's kind of wraps things up here for us as uh, we end our, uh, um, this session uh, covering 1982. And uh, uh, it's been great. Uh, I mean, you can't get in much better than talking to Don Bungie about football. I mean, the guy invented the game practically. So for the most part, so it's really a play. It was a pleasure to have a chance to listen and uh, even ask a question or two uh, to Coach Bungie. So, so yeah, this will be the fifteenth. This was the fifteenth show that you have put together. Yeah. Okay. Well, fifteenth uh, show. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll keep plugging away. There, we got plenty to do and plenty of people to talk about, and uh, you know, it's all the kind of people that we like to hang out with, Coach. Right. No question about <laughs> it. I hung out with a bunch of guys on the executive committee of the IFCA uh, earlier this week. Scott and I drove down there. Bovenkirk and uh, mm-hmm. we were talking and uh, guess whose name came up? No question about it. Joe Talley's name came up because everybody there was looking at everybody else and they all agree that they love to hang around with football people. You bet. You bet. Well, we want to thank everyone for tuning in and, uh, you know, spread the word there. You can get on Spotify. Uh, join as a member. Doesn't cost you anything. Get a username and a password and you can uh, type in a search for Indiana football, high school football, all-star uh, digest and uh, you'll find every one of our uh, shows there uh, up and running and uh, you can tap in and listen to any or all or part of each and every one of them if you desire so thanks again to everyone for listening so for coach uh, ted huber and for myself we'd like to say uh, you know it's a team sport out there life as well as the game of football so let's all play fair have a great week